When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Army. Welcome to We Got No Jams. I am your host, Uni Sarah, and I'm here today to talk the tea about BTS. And it is a YOLO solo episode, just to let you know. <laughs> so, unfortunately, Jude is just not feeling very well this week. She says it's not COVID, but she's just a little under the weather and just didn't have the right energy that she wanted to bring to the show this week. And so I told her, go take a bath because it's her favorite thing to do and to, you know, just feel better. Don't worry about it. I got you, girl. YOLO solo. So thanks for joining me today, everyone. I want to start off with some podcast stuff, as I like to do. And so this week starts the Autumn Leaves Giveaway. So, the Autumn Leaves Giveaway begins today, August 31st. You can enter by retweeting our trailer on Twitter. It is pinned at the top of our Twitter account. You can like our giveaway Instagram reel, which will be posted up on our Instagram by the time this uh, episode's out. So, you can just like that Instagram reel or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. So you can enter those three ways. Each of these tasks essentially will get you one entry. So you can earn up to three different entries for the giveaway. And if you're in our In Fires Man Patreon tier, that earns you another entry as well. So Autumn Leaves Giveaway is kicking off and it's for one week only. So go ahead. Go knock those things out, get into this giveaway, and may the odds be ever in your favor (laughs) for winning this giveaway. So again, August 31st, today through September 7th, you can enter the giveaway. But that's it for podcast stuff, you guys. Let's get into some new content. First and foremost, it is almost Jungkook's birthday. And in fact, it may already be his birthday in Korea. Actually, it probably is. So happy birthday, Jungkook. <laughs> so it is his birthday today slash tomorrow for us here in the States. So exciting. He's turning 25 according to some version of his age. <laughs> and we're really excited. And also, you guys, if you're playing in the Somme, There is a little like happy birthday Jungkook pack that you can get. I have not gotten it yet, but it does look very cute. There is his little in the song character with the birthday hat on and he's dancing around. (laughs) It's very adorable. But yes, happy birthday Jungkook. I hope he has a great day. I'm sure there's a V live that's going to come out for it and we'll probably cover that next week 
when Jude's back because we are obsessed with the Jungkook V Live, so I cannot in good conscience cover it without her. <laughs> so um moving on though, other person that has a birthday this month, this is my segue. Uh it's not that great, that's okay, <laughs> is RM. So RM had a couple things I wanted to talk about. First is he is being featured on a song by Balming Tiger and it's called Sexy Nukem. And it comes out on the 1st of September as well. And it looks really good. There's a couple teaser trailers out on Balming Tiger's YouTube channel for the music video. So again, we'll probably cover this next week, but keep an eye out. That is coming out. And then also with RM, I read a New York Times article this week that I really enjoyed, you guys. So the New York Times wrote an article about RM. It's titled, Boy Band Superstar Embraces New Role, Art Patron. (laughs) So I thought this was a very well-written article. It talked about RM's love of art and how he got involved in art. RM mentioned back in 2020 when the pandemic hit, he really started to kind of dive back into reading about art history and really got very into art. <laughs> As we know, we like watch his Instagram account and he's always at museums and sharing inspiration for different Korean artists. And so it was really a very good article. I liked it a lot. And so I recommend if you get a chance to go check that out. I also wanted to shout out subreddit army on the Bangtan subreddit because someone gifted out this article because I guess the New York Times you have to have a subscription to even read some of the online articles. And so I was able to read it because an army posted up like a gifted version of this article. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And also speaking of RM. The only two videos that were posted up this week with Bangtan TV was this one I want to talk about first, which is me, myself, and RM entirety photo select sketch. So this video is very short. It's under a minute, but there are clips of this video that ARMY has completely cracked me up on. So the video starts with RM busting through the door of what looks like a hotel room. And this clip right here of him just busting through the door, he's wearing all black, looking very suave and very authoritative as he walks into the room. He's like, I'm here to look at photos. (laughs) And so ARMY is taking this and turned it into little scenarios of him like, honey, I'm home (laughs) kind of scenarios that I'm very much enjoying. And again, he's here to look through photos. So he comes in, he's going through sheets of photos that are laid out on this table and there's photos pinned up on these blackboards. And he's letting us know he has high standards of what he's looking for. And it's showing just shots of him and his very pretty hands, like circling different photos and flipping through photos. This is another part of this video that Army's really been posting all over the place or just the close-ups of his hands, which agreed. <laughs> and he says he has an idea of himself that he wanted to convey here through these photos, a natural, true side to him. And so that's the end of the clip, but it was very good. For it being under a minute, Army did such a good job pulling out <laughs> like clips from this. It's been very entertaining to watch. 
But the next thing I wanted to talk about happened this weekend. So this was the VMAs 2022, and I did not watch all of it. Usually I will watch award shows. I like them. I like watching the performances. I did not get a chance to this weekend. So what I did do, though, was catch performances on YouTube, which I think is probably the better way to watch these, (laughs) in my opinion. And the VMAs did not have a huge viewership this year. I think it was like 600 million, something like that. And I did see some army posted that the V Live of Jungkook doing dishes had more viewers (laughs) than the VMAs, which is kind of rough. That's rough. But, you know, it is what it is. Out of the VMAs, though, we got really great performances from Bad Bunny He performed at a huge stadium in New York City. The stadium was jam-packed full of people dancing around. He has made the news because during his performance, he kissed two of his background dancers. One of them was a, you know, woman and the other was a man. And while I was watching it, I was like, yeah, get it. And then I saw afterwards. Lots of news articles about him smooching on his background dancers, which I was like, okay, this is not the first time, and I guarantee not the last time we've seen this, and so it's fine. But the other performance, also really great, was Blackpink. So Blackpink had a comeback recently, they have a new album, they're announcing a world tour, and so they performed for the first time at the VMAs. They did Pink Venom, which is their new title track. I really like it a lot. It's very Blackpink. If you like Blackpink, you're going to like this song. If you don't, you probably won't because this is just very much in their wheelhouse. It's got a great dance break at the end. I really like them. And so they did a great job performing. Lisa from Blackpink also won an award for La Lisa at the VMAs, which I thought was great. It was the first time she's won for her solo work at like a Western award show. So it was great to see that. Seventeen, another K-pop group, won as well, which is awesome. Lizzo, our good friend, because we're best friends with Lizzo, <laughs> she won music video for Good, which I thought was wonderful. Uh, she won that for about damn time. And when she got up there, the audience was chanting her name as she went up for her acceptance speech, which I really loved her speech. It was really well done. And Harry's House, too, Harry Styles' album, which I am obsessed with. It's so good. Music for a sushi restaurant is my jam. If you guys, hopefully you guys are Harry fans, Harry heads, Harry Styles fans. I don't know what the fandom's called, but Harry Styles, he won album of the year. So I was super excited to see that. And then... Drum roll, BTS wins group of the year. Pew, pew. So this is their fourth consecutive year winning group of the year. And I will say this award, they, uh, they went up against Blackpink for this. It kind of went through Instagram voting that I saw because I voted through Instagram. And the two finalists for this award was Blackpink and BTS. And these, the fandoms are so Blackpink's fandom is called Blinks and as you know we're called ARMY and these two fandoms are pretty hostile towards each other I will let you know I don't like it but it's the truth and it got pretty ugly on Twitter I actually had to back out of Twitter for a while (laughs) because this was 
really rough. But BTS takes the win here. Super excited. But the other awards they had been nominated for, they did not win. So Group of the Year was the only award they took home, which is wonderful. I mean, it's it's still history making. They've won this four years in a row. The other award that they did not get, which was Choreo for Permission to Dance, Doja Cat beat them for this award. And I know if Jude was here, she may, I'm not going to say she has choice words about this because she did not express those to me, but I feel like in my bones she would have choice words about this because she has a lot of PTSD from the Grammys. And I will say though, I was not upset by this. Permission to Dance is a great video. I love the choreography for it because I love that it has the sign language. It's just a very inclusive type of choreography, but it is not a super heavy choreo song for them. They have tons of other songs that have a lot more intricate, crazy choreography. So for Permission to Dance to be beat out, I was like, okay, if they had had a different song nominated in this category, I think I would have been madder about it. But Doja Cat's Woman is so good. (laughs) That music video, if you like the Beyonce-Shakira collaboration where they were like doing a lot of belly dancing and laying like draped on, on walls and just hands up and just doing their thing on these walls, then Woman is for you. <laughs> this choreo is really good. I love this song. I love this mo- music video from her. And so again, I wasn't too upset about it. Obviously, I want BTS to win all the things, but I don't know. For this one, I was just like, man, it's okay. And I will say too, BTS did do a clean sweep through the Mexican Kids Choice Awards. (laughs) So the Kids Choice Awards in Mexico, they were nominated for four awards and they won all four. So you know what? Great. Good for them. They are just winning, winning, winning. And you know what? That's great. All we do is win, 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 no matter what. So that was the VMAs. Some really good performances. Pretty low viewership, which I think is kind of the new norm for award shows, which I think, whatever. And uh, so we're moving on. Next thing I wanted to talk about (laughs) is the Busan concert. So we've talked about it before as they have announced things, but they have put out more information on this. So... This is going to be the yet-to-come in Busan concert on October 15th at 6 p.m. Korean Standard Time. It will take place at a specially made stage in Ilgwang and be an hour and a half long. There will be approximately 100,000 people in attendance. And there will also be doing the live play theater option for those that can't be in the stadium as well. And, uh... This is a free concert, which is crazy. They're essentially doing this huge, like, raffle for it. So you can sign up for this raffle in Weverse. And this one is really made the the odds be ever in your favor here. This is going to be wild. (laughs) So the Busan concert is coming up. I'm excited because they are going to online stream it. So I'll be watching it from the comfort of my home and with my snacks, my army bomb blankets. I will be in pajamas. It's going to be a good time. And I'm really excited about it. And the other thing they're going to be doing in Busan and also in Seoul is they're opening a BTS proof exhibition as well. 
So Busan's exhibition will be open the 5th of October through the 8th of November. And then the exhibition in Seoul will be open the 20th of September through the 22nd of November. And these exhibitions, this is the other video that was posted on Bangtan TV, by the way. It was like a 30 second trailer for it. But the focus of these excavations, <laughs> I almost said excavations and that is not right. Exhibitions is going to focus on connecting the dots to explore BTS's past, present, and future as chronicled in proof. And so essentially they are, they've moved on to chapter two and this is going to be a look, an in-depth dive into chapter one of their career so far. And so I think that's awesome. I wish that I lived in Korea so I could go to these. But if we have any listeners that go to one of these exhibitions, please send us pictures because we would love to see what it's like. And sort of tied to this too, though, around proof, they also have put out a collector's edition album. (sighs) Okay, you guys. So they... (laughs) had the notification come out first collector's edition album it's super thick it's dense it's got all this stuff in it it looked really cool and then it went on pre-sale and this album is 275 dollars with shipping this is a 300 album this is a concert ticket you guys and i did see army commenting on that they were like (laughs) army was convinced that hype knew we were saving up for concert tickets this year but they're not doing concerts, uh, and so I guess they figured we just have disposable income lying around so we could pay $300 for this album. <sighs> I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. I can't. That's, I want it, and there's, like, a lot of FOMO happening here on this end, but I just can't. <laughs> I can't justify this, so... If you guys, once again, if someone gets this album, I'll be looking online for like the unboxing videos for this because I'm sure it's amazing. It looks really cool, but it's a little too much for me. But the next thing I also wanted to talk about was posted to Weavers. So that's my transition (laughs) is the link of Weavers because Suga posted a Weavers live and Jimin had been on Weverse and he was talking about, oh, I'll be on live soon, ARMY. Don't worry. You know, I'm going to come on live. And and (laughs) I love this ARMY who responded to him, letting him know or asking him if he could please do his live on the live, not Weverse, because Weverse is not doing the English translations. Called out. She called Weverse out. I love it so much. And Jimin... Angel baby Jimin was like, I got you. Don't worry. I'll be on (laughs) V-Live. I loved this because guess what? Suga's Weverse Live has no translation. So I definitely did go ahead and watch this on YouTube with some fan translation. So thank you, ARMY. ARMY will hook us up. And I appreciate you so much. And your hard work, you're doing the Lord's work. So let's get into Suga's Live. A lot of this, this was a 47 minute live and probably mm, 30 minutes of it was him staring at the screen as usual and letting us know that his eyesight is bad and he can't read comments, (laughs) 
which is perfect and what we look for in a sugar live. But he does comment on his weight loss. He lets us know, or rather Army comments on it. And so he says he lost four to five kilos, which is eight to 11 pounds. And I'm like, where did you have that weight <laughs> to lose? But he has, him and J-Hope both, I think we mentioned it last episode. They're just looking so thin. But anyway, he's confirmed it. He's lost weight. Then he answers a few other random questions, like if he ate, uh, he shows off his long hair, and he turns his head side to side, and this bobby pin that he has in his hair took Army out. I have seen so many clips from this moment where he's used bobby pins to just tuck his hair behind his ear, and it's so adorable. (laughs) It's so adorable. And then... He's asked about the tattoo and he teases us. He lets us know that he got the tattoo, but he won't tell us where and that we're going to have to find it on our own. And so I don't know if he's prepared for the (laughs) the Pandora's box. He's open by saying that, but here we go. Then there's a section of kind of odd interactions a 13 year old army asks if she can call him opa and he says he came to seoul in 2010 so essentially the year she was born and then there's a whole section here of army asking him what his thoughts are on different age differences between i guess army and him or if they were i don't know I guess a lot of younger army were in the chat and they were asking him his thoughts on what do you think about a 17 year difference or a 10 year age difference? And I will say he navigated those pretty well. It was just kind of a weird interaction. I don't think anyone asked him how he feels about older ladies. So, you know, hashtag old dope people. Can we, can we get in there, please? Thanks. Um, (laughs) but then This moment kicks off him putting glasses on and off throughout the rest of the live. And these glasses, you guys, (laughs) he says they're a new pair because his last pair broke after they got back from Vegas. And he needs them when he works because he can't see the smaller print on the screen now. And this is giving me Professor vibes. So this was for me. Sorry, Jude. This moment with him and these glasses was for me. (laughs) Professor Sugar is here and I'm here for it. <laughs> but anyway, he's, or the army is asking about Holly. So he talks about how Holly sleeps next to him at night and that he doesn't listen to him because he just hogs the bed a ton. And he, Sugar mentions that Holly is more of his parents' dog now at this point. And then someone asks him about Over the Horizon. And so he goes into a little bit of detail, says he tried to make it funky because they said it would be nice to have something people could dance to. And he thanks Samsung for the opportunity. He says his voice comes out in the middle of the new song and he did it through an electronic box and he had recorded it with a mic and then they had to, they had to add the effect because he was trying to do it in a way that sounded like a talk box. And a talk box essentially is this long tube that kind of comes up through the microphone, like next to the microphone, and you put the tube in your mouth and you play a guitar through it and it puts this effect in on your voice. That's it, what a talk box is. But he didn't have one and so he was trying to use a straw <laughs> to do it and it wasn't working. So he kind of gives us a little behind the scenes of his 
recording of Over the Horizon 2022. And then uh, he's asked a few other questions about the new run episodes. They ask if he's keeping up with his language studies. They compliment uh, J-Hope or ask him, you know, how J-Hope's, what his thoughts were on Hobie Palooza. And he has big compliments for J-Hope. He's like, of course, he's a professional. He's great. (laughs) Uh, Someone asks him about his trip to Daegu and he says it was hot. And then says he can no longer pierce his ears anymore because he's scared now. He said he got them all pierced when he was younger because he wasn't scared back then, but he can't now. And then... He talks about attending Psy's concert and how that was a fun experience and he thinks people were really surprised because it was unannounced, but he really had a good time because he just arrived and it was the first time he had done something like that and he had a really good time, so I loved to hear that. He says he has no plans for other tattoos because he worries he would get sick of them or he would get really obsessed about like thinking they should have been placed a little more to the left or things like that and he says tattoos don't have never but he says tattoos don't have negative thoughts around them anymore and it's okay to get them which I thought was very sweet of him to say and he comments on a show he's watching he answers a few more little questions he says he'll give us a studio tour later when it's more tidy Someone asks him to show his muscles, so he shows off his finger muscles, and he just points his index finger around. Oh, he's such a goof. And then he says he won't tell us what perfume or cologne he wears because he's worried it'll sell out if he does that, which I think is very valid, and the call out is real. And he kind of wraps up. He talks some more about a few little things. He says he'll be diligent about posting to Instagram, but it's hard for him to do that. And he says his grandfather named him because someone asked him why his name is Minyungi. <laughs> and then he kind of ramps up. So that's the end of his live. But I'm just still a little bit disappointed in Weavers for not putting translations out. But super thankful for ARMY. Thank you. <laughs> Next thing I wanted to cover, though. We don't do a lot of commercials BTS is featured in a ton of commercials. We don't cover these very often unless there's something about them that kind of piques my interest. And so I do want to bring a commercial (laughs) to you guys. They are, and have been for a while, brand ambassadors of Xylitol, which is a gum. And they recently released, Xylitol did, on their YouTube channel, behind-the-scene videos for this Summer Smile campaign for the Xylitol gum that they're doing. And the original commercial for this Summer Smile is filmed like a sitcom. It has members entering like a living room set. There's canned audience like applause and laughter throughout the whole clip. And it's got them eating gum and putting on sunglasses and lifting these shake weights and getting into a pool that's full of little white plastic balls that Jimin and RM like throw up into the air. There's a scene where J-Hope and Jimin are dancing across the floor with each other that's super cute. But they also posted a focus on very short, like 30 second videos on each member. So focus on Shuka, focus on Jimin. These are so cute. And so what I'm going to do is list the links to all of these in our blog. 
So if you guys want to visit the website, we got no jamespodcast.com. I'm going to link them all there for you guys so that you can kind of just find them all in one shot. They're again, very short, but really cute. So I really liked this summer smile campaign that they're doing with Salatol. It was really, very good. <laughs> Next, I do want to swing by and just kind of wave at Celebrity Friend Corner. We don't have like a full one, but there was a couple brief things that I saw this week that I wanted to be like, kind of pop in, do some window shopping at Celebrity Friend Corner. <laughs> and essentially, the first one is Charlie Puth did an interview with someone who they asked him how he had met Jungkook and how this collaboration with Left and Right happened. And Charlie Puth mentions that Jungkook and him had met about five years ago when they shared the stage to perform We Don't Talk Anymore. And at the time, Charlie mentions that he was really surprised by Jungkook's voice and it had sounded like he was really pitch perfect because he was following Charlie Puth's cues so perfectly. Fast forward to now, when they did this collaboration for Left and Right, turns out Jungkook is pitch perfect and that he was just too shy to tell him. <laughs> and so I thought this little interaction was so sweet. So he shared this on an interview. And I think this was a while ago, but we didn't talk about it. Charlie Puth has been so wonderful with this friendship he has with Jungkook. There was somebody that had commented on Charlie Puth's Twitter account just talking about how Charlie Puth had just really carried this song and Jungkook didn't really do anything. And Charlie was like, no, sir. No. This is a great collaboration. Jungkook was great to work with. Like, just giving tons of props and kudos to Jungkook. And he really shut it down. And so... Just in general, I'm really enjoying still seeing these two have really great things to say about each other. The other celebrity that I'm also enjoying the relationship with, in particular V, is Lady Gaga. So Lady Gaga liked a tweet of V listening to her song because he flew to New York this last week. He is attending a photo shoot, which is very exciting and I can't wait. There's all kinds of army theories on this photo shoot because he's been working out a lot. People are like, is he going to be shirtless in this photo shoot? <laughs> so I'm very excited to see the results of this visit come out. But he posted this video of himself listening to one of her songs and she liked it. So this wasn't like a huge interaction, but they do seem to be very supportive of each other. And I like that a lot. So that's it for Celebrity Friend Corner. We're waving goodbye. And heading over towards two videos that were behind the scenes of Jin's time with Nexon and the Maple Story team and the behind the scenes of J-Hope visiting the Love Game interview radio show. And so the first one behind the scenes with Jin, we get essentially a lot more footage of his presentation. He's talking about making jumping within the towns more fun He's talking about different bosses. He wants to install a train that you can ride around. He mentions wanting to turn a map that used to be called Coke Town into Gin Town. And they kind of work through the logistics of that. They ask him a few questions. We get another 
moment of his interview at the beginning of the video and he has another kind of emotional speech about the game and how the players should be the priority. You really want to make sure they have fun. We also get him campaigning to be the next CEO of Nexon, which I very much liked. Hashtag Jin for Nexon 2023. Great. <laughs> um, but it kind of wraps up with him walking through a hallway and he's looking at these big cutouts of characters from the game and they're telling him he can pick out whatever one he wants, like as many as he can carry. So he grabs, I think, like three or four of them and he's heading towards the elevator and he can't reach it. So he has to use his knee. He like lifts his knee up to hit the elevator button and he's heading out with his goods. And then the next video, again, was behind the scenes with J-Hope at the Love Game interview. It shows him arriving to the studio. He greets DJ Park. He goes to greet ARMY. And we're essentially in this video seeing footage from the commercial breaks. So outside of the interview that's aired on the radio, this video is about 10 minutes. And it's all the commercial breaks of him asking how it's going, DJ Park having comments, him interacting with ARMY. It's such a good video. So again, he arrives DJ Park tells J-Hope to treat her like Jimin so that he feels comfortable around her, which I thought was incredibly sweet. And I love that she knew or recognized that Jimin is like a comfort person to J-Hope. I just really liked that. And we see during the first commercial, he's asking Army if the show's going okay. And he asks about the masks that they are wearing. And he learns that an Army had made them for the whole group. And DJ Park is like, you guys should give one to J-Hope. And he's like, I'll wear it. I promise I'll wear it out from the interview. And not only do they hand him a mask, they also give him this photo book that they put together. And it looks like there might be messages from ARMY to him. It's so sweet. And he goes to sit down. He's flipping through it. And ARMY there lets him know that they had a hope party for his comeback. And he seems super happy about that. <laughs> And then we get a few more clips of the actual interview and then they move to commercial again and J-Hope's laugh at the end of this is super cute because they end to head into commercial with him doing a bunch of hearts, like hand hearts towards ARMY and he starts giggling and he's saying he's having such a fun time. He wonders why he's never done this before. DJ Park takes a few pictures of him and says how honored she is to have him here. And she almost cried about it because it's really hard to see J-Hope this close for this long. And she's kind of talking to the army in the room, even when you go to concerts, because you only see him up close for like 10 seconds. And she's just really happy for this opportunity. And army is like cheering her on this whole little speech she's doing. <laughs> so it's really cute. And J-Hope is in turn imitating what it's like for him at a concert as well and and how he also only gets to interact with army for a very short time it's very cute and we get a few more clips of the interview next commercial break he gets up to ask some questions from army that have been posted to a board so he walks over to this board he does this little like butt shimmy dance and army starts freaking out <laughs> so he's picking post-it notes off of this board and he's having a hard time picking which ones he wants to do and DJ Park's just like you'll have to talk fast you can just do them all <laughs> and he sits back down he's 
surprised he's talking to army and he's surprised i guess they found old footage of him in school in like a musical and he's laughing he's like i thought it disappeared i couldn't find it and dj parks like everything's on the internet and the next break one of the army in attendance says she's having so much fun she can't breathe <laughs> and this kicks off j-hope like leading the like the whole group in an inhale exhale exercise which i thought was super funny but then they start to wrap things up. He's thankful to be there. He had fun talking about his album. And DJ Park thanks him for being there. And he promises to be back. And they work out a send-off to kind of close out the interview, which is, Army, I love you. And they kind of say that towards the camera. It's really cute. He takes a few more pictures for DJ Park. And then he's out of his chair. He's thanking Army for being there. He grabs all of his presents and he goes to collect letters from the army that's in attendance, takes a couple more pictures, asks for a group photo with army there. And those masks are really cute. They're all black and they have his uh, Jack in the Box colors on them. There's like some words on them. It They are really cute. But that kind of wraps up that video. <laughs> and the next thing kind of the last big thing i wanted to cover is bts is dynamite in their animated 2020 vma performance which i guess in hindsight i probably should have covered when i was talking about the vmas at the top of the episode but guess what i guess this is a vma sandwich <laughs> this episode but mtv posted on their youtube channel uh, an animation. So they animated the 2020 VMA performance. So this is them performing Dynamite, but in an animated version. So essentially, this has two different animation styles to this video. It's so cute. It starts off with kind of chibi versions of the members. And so it's Jungkook, he realizes he's late, which his eyes like get all big. And he's trying to call Namjoon, who we see is in his studio. And we also see J-Hope changing into his dynamite outfit. And then they are starting to intercut VMA stage choreo, not in chibi form. So this is the second animation style. And it's the members as adults but animated still. So we start to see kind of VMA stage performances intercut with this storyline that they're telling with the chibis. And it's just so, so cute. Um, but during the second verse, we see V and Jin on a rooftop of a building and they run down the stairs and they smash into J-Hope and Jungkook on the street and they all hit the ground and RM picks them up in a car. And in this scene, J-Hope, Again, having been kind of plowed onto the street, like sits up and his hair's all crazy and he's making this really hilarious face. It's so cute. And then we see Suga on a couch and he's laughing at them as he sees the rest of the members kind of running down this hallway. And then they grab Jimin from kind of a dark room where he's been cuddling a chimney plushie and watching a show on his laptop. And it's, again, I can't say it enough how cute <laughs> this video is. Um, and then we get the adult versions doing the choreography on stage again, and we start to see a lot more cuts back and forth towards the end of the video with the chibis in a van driving through a tunnel, 
and they finally arrive at the stadium and head inside. And so the video ends with the adult versions all performing on stage. So that's the end of this video. And it is so cute. I highly recommend uh, checking it out. It's very, the animation is really, really good in it. So highly recommend. So the last just couple quick things I wanted to mention was that there was no Run BTS this week. Not sure what their posting schedule is supposed to be now, but I guess it's not every Tuesday. So <laughs> keep our eyes peeled for the next run episode. But in a exciting update, Chaco is back. Chaco, Chaco is back. So we're going to do Chaco story time probably next week. We had an episode that we had not covered before it went on break. And now we have two more episodes <laughs> to cover and so before we get too far behind, we're going to do a Chaco story time, like a bonus episode. So we'll be posting that soon. But that's it for this week. I was going to do an Uni's playlist, but I am kind of sad that Jude's not here with me. And so in protest, I <laughs> am not doing an Uni's playlist. Not in protest. I do hope that she feels better. It's just I miss uh, her. <laughs> I miss doing that, doing this episode with her. So. But that's it. So I'm going to wrap up. Thank you so much for joining me this week, though. I'm really excited to celebrate Jungkook's birthday. I hope he has a really good day. And I'm excited to see all the other members and what they post, especially J-Hope. You know he delivers every year for every member with some extra photos and videos and all kinds of stuff. So I'm really excited. Thanks again for joining me this week. Good luck on the Autumn's Leaves giveaway. And as always, bora hey. Yeah. <laughs>